Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 21 of Transformers Cybertron. It is primal. It is also being recorded the day before it came out because John screwed up and deleted the whole thing. Yeah! <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, right. Take two. This job. episode was written by Manabu Ishikawa, and the last time on Transformers Cybertron, Optimus finally came to his senses on Beastie Boy Planet and agreed to start working with local allies. And in this episode, Scourge's... I mean, he says he's training for battle, but I think he's just into some kinky bondage. Well, it's kind of like, it reminded me of what they did with Shock Blast back in Armada, maybe, or maybe Maybe Energon. I can't remember. It's all a blur now. But in that, they were were just holding him hostage or or prisoner. This one, this is like he's got himself chained up to these pillars and they pull them taut. And then apparently that's like they swing at him with clubs and and sticks and columns (laughs) or whatever. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh, it's weird. (laughs) And and he's like, pull. And then he pulls the chains and they're not really that taut. I don't know what this is training him to do, but (laughs) it's training. Well, Megatron even says you're wasting your time training with these weaklings. (laughs) You know what? Team Megatron in this case. Um, but I think then Starscream's got a line like, uh, he says something, oh, I got plans. Or, sorry. I got plans. Yeah, and Sideways reminds us that if Optimus wins this fight that this guy's training for, then the Autobots will have two Cyber Planet keys just to keep the audience updated, I guess. But now with the Autobots, Red Alert two is giving... Two cities. Op- <laughs> yeah, remember that guy? And now with the Autobots, Red Alert is giving Optimus a last-minute tune-up, I guess, and they wish it hadn't come to this. And Hotshot tells the kids that this might lead to Cybertron going to war with Jungle Planet. And then he's immediately like, hey, don't worry. That, yeah, that probably won't happen. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, and okay, Optimus goes on. I think it's here. Maybe it's later. It doesn't really matter where he's like, I hope I can talk some sense into Scourge. But you, in the last episode, Optimus realized, oh, I got to play ball. So yeah, uh, like anyway. the fight has been arranged. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we go to Cody or Kobe uh, still doing that. What are we? 21 episodes in. I'm still calling him Cody. Yeah, me too. Even when I'm typing my notes, I constantly back B. For what it's worth, uh, dear listeners, one of my very good friends is named Cody, so that's my excuse. Anyway, Kobe talks to Optimus and says, hey, why don't you let Lori join this Oh, it's, this is all this is where the dumbness begins well yeah he's like if override is going then a re- like as a representative of speed planet then maybe a representative from earth should go too and oh the hell with it laurie wants to go it's not me it's her yeah it, oh this this is all dumb the reason that they want her to come along is because i guess she can talk sense into scourge which i don't know why they think that's a thing but it is that was tried <laughs> oh, anyway optimus gives up and he's like all right fine you can come along and then bud being an eight-year-old gets his like i'm gonna go on the next to the next planet i'm he's an eight-year-old and kobe gives Lori a helmet that will keep her safe if she wears it as opposed to you know just carrying it it's kind of like in the legend of zelda games where link gets the iron boots but they only make him sink to the bottom of the water when he's wearing them other than that they don't weigh him down <laughs> it's also that dirt bike helmet it's like straight out of the 70s 70s goggles and everything yeah um, but anyway so she takes that and then we just cut to beastie boy planet and the autobots are roaring through the jungle there's uh it's optimus not rhinox override hotshot snarl uh and leo breaker yeah, and Lori's riding inside override and she thinks it's great having a big sister again that's kind of a neat uh, dynamic there i do like but it, yeah. then ransack and crumple zone attack i love this bit with optimus there's not a lot of like in this episode but i love where optimus is like you know what i don't have the time <laughs> he says something like you picked the wrong day to mess with me <laughs> yep <laughs> he's not putting up with it today he transforms but then uh 
because Thundercracker is here too. But then Starscream shows up and uses his cyber key power and Crumple Zone Ranstacks are circling around Ranstack. I say Ransacks are circling around override. Kind of like the Stunticons used to do. Yes, yes. And I, I don't know who it was. I think Thundercracker, but somebody throws like a, a net on the beast Autobots. Um, so they're circling around Override, and we cut away very quickly to Scourge, who's like, hey, where are the Autobots? Optimus said he'd be here, and he's, he's uh, he wonders if they, he's fucking with him. And Megatron at this point is like, no, I'm sure he'll show up. Yeah. Even though... It, it wouldn't whatever. be like Optimus Prime to, you know, arrange time and then not show up. He's just too honest. Yeah, but it's kind of what he's doing, except it's not because it's Starscream. Yeah. The, the politics <laughs> in this show are muddled, but let's move on. Uh, th- we go back to the Autobots and the Decepticons. Thundercracker has a bit where he just starts bonking Leo Breaker in the head, and he's like, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Yeah, and Optimus is losing patience, and Lori thinks they need to get to the temple soon, or they'll miss their opportunity to give peace a shot, I think she says. I think she meant give and, peace uh, a chance. Yeah, the John Lennon reference, or the is it the Beatles or John Lennon? I don't know. But uh, he said it. John Lennon said it while he wasn't being a good dad to his son. <laughs> oh, take that, Beatles fans! Rolling Stones are better. And Override thinks that that's what the Decepticons are trying to do. They're trying to make them late for something, and uh, so the Optimus will have to forfeit the fight. Yeah. Uh, so we go into Override's cockpit, whatever it is. Uh, Lori's there, going, "What do we do? What do we do?" And uh, Override says, "Hey, have you ever wanted to be a race car driver?" Which isn't going to pay out in any way because what she does is goads Crumple Zone and Ransack into racing with her. She's like, she basically gives them the pity talk of like, oh, hey, it's great that you guys can actually do something now because you sucked on Velocitron. And so they all get ready for a race and they roast off, but Override stays there and then just drives into Thundercracker. Yeah, it's kind of like the end of Back to the Future 3 where Marty just stays there, but the guy played by Flea, whatever his name is, he just takes Needles. off. But uh, then Override spins around rather than following them and drives straight into Thundercracker, knocking him down. Okay, serious question, Paul. How do you rank the Back to the Futures, the three movies? Which which is the best? One is the best, I would say. Then three, then two. I, I remember when I was a kid, disagree. I thought two was friggin' awesome because of all the future stuff, but three is... I don't know, there's just something about three that's it's not a bad movie. I, I really like three. It's not a bad... None of them are bad movies. It's a great oh, no. trilogy. I would say two is the best because of how intertwined it made itself with one. It went back and did stuff with one that... Like, it's really layered. Oh, yeah. Like, where you see him climbing over top of him playing the guitar on the stage. Yeah, spoiler alert. This is what happens, kids. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what, dear listener? Put this episode on pause. Go watch the entire Back to the Future trilogy if you haven't done because it's amazing. And then come back and listen to this episode. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, so, I, where are we? Oh, yeah. So, um, uh, Optimus is in super mode. He fights Starscream. And suddenly, like, in the car, Lori is just loving being a race car driver now, even though she's a passenger. Yeah, she's a race car passenger. And she tells Override, man, you really like Tide. No, nah, just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, Override's just dodging Thundercracker shots. And then Override uses her cyber key power, I think, for the first time. And it's a red key. So, I think you were right back when we were talking about this in whatever episode it was that the key depends on the planet the Transformer is from. I'd like to think there's that much thought put into this show, but I doubt it. <laughs> anyway, the Autobots defeat the Decepticons, and they head over to Scourge so they could still make the battle. Um, and So we cut to Scourge, and they show up kind of late, and Scourge is like, hey, 
why are you late? And Leo Breaker right away calls out Megatron. Yeah, Leo Breaker just tells Scourge, uh, you should ask Megatron why we're late. And Megatron has something like, oh, would you look at the time or I left a cake in the oven, whatever he <laughs> says. But he, he, he leaves before they can question him on it. And commercial break. And when we come back, uh, tensions are flaring up. Everybody's getting in everybody's face. Optimus is kind of suddenly horny for a fight, despite having wanted to talk to Scourge about this. But Override shows up and uh, tells Lori, hey, you should talk some sense into Scourge now. And why do they think that will work? Well, yeah, she's like, it's time for you to speak your mind. And she gets out but doesn't do anything yet. But Scourge uses his cyber key and gets the dragon heads out. And Override tells Lori again, like, all right, come on, kid, it's time to speak up. And just as these two are about to start smashing each other, Optimus and Scourge, Lori's like, what? Wait. Yeah, she gives this speech of like, hey, it's better to be on a team and teamwork is better than working alone. Here's the thing is it comes down to that famous quote that Larry Cullen gave his brother, sorry, Captain Larry Cullen gave his brother Peter, which was be strong enough to be gentle. And she's trying to say that, but she's stammering and stumbling, and Scourge takes the whole thing as an insult to his way of life. Yeah, like, who are you to come to my planet and, you know, insult my customs and my laws? And, and he's other, right. The other Beastie Boy icons are like, they're looking at her and they're like, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> yeah, I, I like that they don't know what a human is. So he gets angry at Lori and all the Autobots stand in his way, and then Scourge says, okay, fine, I'll fight you, Optimus. But you get to have an ally. I don't know why he gives him that. And of course, Optimus picks Leo Breaker. Yep. And he forms Super Mode and then forms Savage Claw Mode. All right. I went and got my big fucking screwdriver, and I'm finally ready to fix that damn shelf What with all these other big fucking tools on my big fucking tool belt. Now, where are those big fucking screws? Uh, they're right there beside the block of wood. What the doobie doo? These are just big screws. I need big fucking screws. What's the difference? The word fucking? You're not helping. Would you two shut up for exactly 30 seconds so is what I can think? That's an idea. I'm gonna go get some big fucking screws. It took you half a minute to come up with that? You still got a better idea? We could just stop this lame-ass storyline altogether. What? And piss off local 787878? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I'll be back with my big fucking screws. <laughs> do me, do me hard. Okay, so anyway, uh, Optimus and Leo Breaker combine, they uh, power up, they do all their stuff, and it takes like 48 minutes of screen time, <laughs> and they attack him with Savage Claw Mode. Yeah, and Scourge uses his fire attack, but doesn't seem to do anything, and Optimus punches back, but Scourge stops that, and then Optimus throws a kick that Scourge dodges, but then he tackles Optimus, and Optimus throws him off, but somehow in all that, Leo Breaker comes detached. Yeah, there's a bit where Scourge, like, stands on Optimus's shoulder, stomps it, like the, the connection between the two whatever oh they, that's what did it yeah well maybe but he they pressed go the button the... on the toy that would pop leo breaker out <laughs> exactly. i bet you that's what it is exactly uh and then they go through the entire savage claw <laughs> combining animation again and now he's on the left side mm -hmm. and i guarantee you this was just to show that yes you can indeed connect leo breaker to either side Totally. So Optimus punches Scourge and drops him. He, they don't use that whole eh, punching animation this time. Um, and 
Lori the whole time is watching going, oh no, and I still don't understand why they brought her to this planet. Well, yeah, plus these two robots beating the shit out of her, each other right there. Like, she'd be freaking deaf from all the noise by now. Absolutely. But yeah, Scourge goes down and his minions run over to him, but he tells him, you back off, man. And then he tells Optimus, all right, you won. Finish me. But Optimus, I'll, I'll give him credit. This is kind of clever. He's like, okay, well, you know what? If I'm in charge of Beastie Boy Planet now, I'm changing the rules that I don't have to kill you. And also, you're still going to be the leader of the planet, but I want the key. Yep. Rule number one is you get to live. Rule number two is I'm not the leader. But yeah, they go inside and as the new, well, I guess before he gives it back, Optimus, uh, they go inside and Optimus is entitled to the cyber planet key because he's the new leader. And uh, Optimus, yeah, he says, I'll take the key, but you're the leader. And, and then uh, Lori's like a smarmy little shit about it. He's like, all right, here's the key. I got to go away and think about some stuff. And she's like, you're not angry with this, are you, Scourge? Like in that tone. It's yeah. really smarmy. Well, it, he's just says that, yeah, you've given me a lot to think about or given me a second chance to be a good leader. And then he calls Lori little sister. And maybe he just thought that was another name for her. Maybe he heard over, I call her that. But either way, she doesn't like it. Yeah, because she's an idiot in this episode. She's written so stupid. Anyway, we go to um, Megatron, who's just still angry about losing. And he's, he's, he's griping and complaining in a volcano. And then, okay, none of that matters. But what is very cool is that the mul- the, vol- the volcano, the volcano, volcano explodes with this really cool like 3d animated particle system of lava that like corkscrews and helixes up it it looks kind of cool Lori wants to go to Jungle Planet to have an adventure like Kobe got to have, and last time over I'd even said she would take her along, before they even asked Optimus' permission, and the Autobots are reluctant at first, but then decide to bring her along because Lori can be very persuasive, Override says. Persuasive at what? At persuading Kobe to ask the Autobots to bring her along? Except they're going to Jungle Planet for Optimus to fight Scourge. They already tried talking to him, persuading him, if you will, and he wasn't having it, which is why Optimus agreed to the fight. But now they're going to give Diplomacy one last try? Uh, fine, it is what Autobots would do. It certainly explains why they're bringing Override, because she could talk to Scourge as one planetary leader to another, right? And tell him she used to think racing was all that mattered, but the universe is important too, right? Nope! They introduce her as the leader of Velocitron, the speed planet, but all she does is say, nice to meet you. What was the point of that? If that was all she had to say, she might as well stay at home. And Lori doesn't persuade Scourge. She just tells him the way they do things on Earth is better than the way they do things here, which just infuriates him. And he's already annoyed enough from this for being late into attacking, which is what they were trying to avoid. So well done, kid. The Autobots told you this was a planet where everything was solved by fighting, which begs the question as to why they thought bringing a human was... <laughs> Here we are at the end of another episode of Tfimpus. This episode was Primal Paul. What did you like about this episode aside from nothing? <laughs> there wasn't much I liked about it, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Just where Optimus is like, you know, I don't have time for this today. Or you picked the wrong day. <laughs> like, that was kind of cool. I, I like that. Resilient. I like that. I did kind of like the, in the end where Optimus said, hey, okay, I win. Then I'm going to change the way things are so everybody gets to survive. Like, that was that was a very Optimus thing to do. But yeah, my, my notes on, you know, it says, uh, this episode, Primal, what did I like? I wrote, not much. <laughs> well, especially that, since the entire premise of the episode is that it's going to be this big fight between the planetary leader of the planet where they solve everything by fighting and Optimus Prime and it's heels down in one punch. Yeah. Like, it, it's, they could have really drawn this out rather than the stupid bit where the Decepticons are trying to delay them. 
like this guy's not gonna accept a forfeit and again back to the future three where he's like what win without fighting yeah it was okay and now dear listener because we're re-recording this paul and i have watched the next few episodes so we know that the decepticons are in uh, i guess we shouldn't spoil it <laughs> in the odd event that somebody's following along the series with us as we go episode by episode but but this arc of of beastie boy planet ended so quick compared to velocitron which lasted 87 years <laughs> it, it felt like it oh man so yeah i i'm i mean i'm glad that they're moving the story but at the same time i felt like that was it yeah it's like they need to it was almost too quick they, they need to find a happy medium maybe the next one can just do it in 43 and a half years or something. <laughs> or maybe just 40 seconds at the pace we're going. It just gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Yes. The final episode will be one pickle second. <laughs> or is it peak a second? Whatever. Optimus just turns around and walks into the gates right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, so anyway, the next episode Paul and I are going to review is Trust. And if you want a podcast that you can trust to come out on time all the time, even when we have to record at the last minute, you want the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, and you can email the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. If you're going to be a hero, be a real hero. Don't be a Hollywood hero type with all the BS and all the yelling and screaming and trying to be tough. Be strong enough to be gentle.